Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Move Podcast, talking about the 2024 Tour de France route, which was revealed yesterday in Paris. And of course, we're going to get all into it because when we talk about the route, we're not going to mention the word Paris, but we're going to get into that. It's going to be an interesting year. Um, I'm joined by up there at top left, George Chinkappy. What's up, G? How was the Fondo? Fondo was great. We missed you. Perfect, perfect day. Great oh, who, whoever won is better be glad I didn't show up. <laughs> well, I can assure you it wasn't me. I was an hour behind the winner. By the way, they still would have won. Down there, it uh, looks like he's in Nice, France. Again, again, teaser there. We'll talk more about Nice, France. Johan looks like he's sitting out in front of the Hotel Negresco down in Nice. Johan, how are you? Yeah, good, good, good. Unfortunately, I'm not sitting in front of the Negresco. I'm in Madrid, rainy Madrid. But rainy Madrid. I thought it was, you know, important to see the background of where the tour will finish. That's right. We'll talk about it. Uh, and, and, of course, last but not least, JB, I'm glad you made it home. I mean, this was following the drama of you <laughs> driving the We Do Airstream back. I mean, it's 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 like it's very consistent. I think it may be time to upgrade the truck that pulls that thing. I did. Oh, <laughs> I bought I bought one two hours ago. Oh, right. oh shit. All right. Well, can you take it? I had an idea. I had. I should have called earlier. I had an idea for us. Is it too late to return it? Uh, never. Never. Yeah. JB and I had a conversation about that. So there's a plan in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Hey, and for the record, if you didn't follow my drama on Instagram, one thing that, that, to note, I did, you did not hear me complain, right? Is it fair to say that? I did not come. I was laughing. In fact, it, it, it happens so often. I, I literally, I do think it's one of those things that, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. I mean, it's, it's, it is, it is so it's like, you know, uh, it's like the sun coming up and going down, like JB's truck breaking down en route to someplace. I mean, it just always happens. And yeah. look, I, I, you get to meet all kinds of weird people along the way, which is Boy, maybe no kidding. is a whole nother, it's a whole nother hey, show. Hey, I just kept reminding myself, all I have to, I've been, you know, all of us have been watching the news lately. If you watch the news and then you look at yeah. what happened to me being stuck in Arkansas, nothing. Absolutely I to, nothing. Uh, I want to get to that in a second. Before we do, today's show brought to you by Zwift. Indoor cycling season is just around the corner, but Zwift has been busy over the summer, and there's never been a better time to get started riding indoors. Zwift's new smart trainer, the Zwift Hub, is now a better value than ever. For only $599, not only do you get a smart trainer with a pre-installed cassette of your choice, for a no-fuss setup and a one year of Zwift, but you can also get free shipping when you enter the code ZWIFTHUB at checkout. There's more to do on Zwift than ever before, including the return of We Do Wednesdays and Suffer Sundays. I also just read a, a headline that they added, I think, 19 new miles on Watopia. That's pretty cool. Head on over to Zwift.com, grab your Zwift Hub, and do not forget to use the code ZWIFTHUB for free shipping. Also today brought to you by One Skin, all one word. Are you tired of cycling through endless amount of trending skincare products that all claim to smooth wrinkles, firm skin, and give you a youthful glow, but at the end of the day, maybe don't deliver the results? Well, support for today's episode comes from One Skin, founded by a team of four female PhD-level longevity scientists with over 15 years of experience studying the biology of aging. 
Here's the deal. They tested thousands of peptides. They discovered one called OS1. OS1 peptide is scientifically proven to target aged, also called senescent cells. That is the main source of skin aging and actually reduces the biological age by several years. Just look at George. I have gotten a lot of compliments on my skin lately, and my hey. wife now steals the cream as well. So boom, I'm running low. For a limited time, our listeners can get 15% off one skin with our code the move at oneskin.co. Again, that's oneskin.co, not.com, but co. 15% off. Use the code the move. All right, before we jump into the 2024 Tour de France, this is this has become an annual tradition of ours because as we all know, of course, we've done a lot of these. October is the month when ASO, the owners of the tour, the promoters of the tour, announce the route. Of course, they spend months uh, envisioning this and, and trying to come up with creative ways to make the race interesting. Uh, but October is the month. The big reveal was yesterday. Before we get into it, uh, what is different from all the other years is is I'm 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 in JB. You just alluded to it. I tell you what, we'd be fools if we if we uh, did this show. And, and didn't talk about what a crazy world we live in. We're talking about sports. We're talking about cycling. We're talking about the Tour de France. We're excited about these things. Um, we'd be remiss if we did not acknowledge. And if you just turn on the TV and, and you know, what started uh, with, um, you know, Russia and Ukraine. With the, and then, of course, we saw what's going on in the Middle East. And then, of course, last night up in our with our friends in Maine. Um, it, it, we're living in a crazy time. Right. And and I think. Uh, you know, big shout out to anybody, anybody on any side of this that's been affected. You know, our thoughts and prayers are with you. Uh, just, you know, at the end of the day, boy, for all of us, most of us ride bikes, you get out there on a bike ride. You're like, I'm not watching the news. I'm just going to go ride my bike. It's pretty awesome. Uh, but crazy times, folks. Stay safe. It's, it, you know, it's, it's especially real. I mean, you guys have traveled the world a lot more than I have, but we spent about four days in Tel Aviv in 2018 yep. for when yeah. the Giro started there and met with a lot of those lovely people. And it's just scary for both sides. To, it, it just is so much more real having been there. And uh, wow. Yeah. No, this, this is real. This wow. is, and, and, and when you consider, again, we're going to talk about fun things like, uh, sports and cycling and the tour and, and the joy of riding and competing on a bike. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not an optimist. You know, if I've ever been searching up ads for like decent sized sailboat to cruise around with your family in crystal clear water. I mean, it's, I think it's pulled up right now, like mm -hmm. as, as a father and a husband as scary times stay safe. Let's talk about the tour of France. Listen, Johan, you asked us in the pre-show thoughts. Everybody, of course, the tour reveal always brings out a lot of thoughts and opinions and, and thought leaders and opinion leaders and people that love it and people that hate it and climbers that love it and sprinters that hate it and vice versa. Here's what I'm, my, my big takeaway, and then I want everybody else's take is listen, we are cycling is different. We, we talk about it all the time. We, we say out loud, we don't know this sport anymore. Right. We don't mm -hmm. the, the the way it's raced, uh, the the age of the riders, the way they're uh, able to compete year round. Like this is this is new cycling. So when I see stuff like we're, we saw yesterday, yes, it's different in my in my eye and in my view. It's it's different. I, I've sort of given up going, well, that's not they don't have a team time trial. They don't have 100 kilometers of individual time trials. You know, they're not finishing in Paris, man. 
all, all bets are off. Fuck it. Now <laughs> like this is, this is a different sport. So I, I list when I was studying the route last night, this morning, I just said to myself, like, this is, we just got to roll with it. Let, let it happen. Uh, I think, I think that the, the common thing that we always come back to every year, doesn't really matter what the route is like. That's right. The strongest guy usually wins the race, no matter yep. if they go clockwise or anti-clockwise or whatever they start. Um, and this is the same. You know, if you look, there's there's Alps, there's Pyrenees, the two times the Alps this time. Um, doesn't finish in Paris, um, which will probably give for a really last uh, four or five days of a lot of fireworks, but the strongest guy will win the race. Yep. And not right. only that, but but very much like last year, the strongest guys have to be uh, on point from stage one. They're starting in Tuscany, which Lance and I got to ride. So a lot of those roads in in April this year, and I can tell you from firsthand experience, there's not one kilometer of straight road, and there's not one kilometer flat. It's up and down, windy all day long, small roads, um, which is very stressful for a first stage of the Tour de France. I know we always kind of like the prologue, settle things down a bit, but uh, these first couple of days and the second stage as well with a, uh, a, a 10%, almost two kilometer climb to the finish. Uh, the best guys are going to have to start on point like they did last year. And we're going to know pretty early on who's, who's got the legs and who doesn't. But you know, just, just JB one, sorry, one, one sure. quick um, um, uh, side note there, our, our colleague, Spencer Martin, who of course is, <laughs> he studies these things. It's so great. Uh, he, he sent something on the group chat here. Um, uh, all, the first three stages are all over 200 kilometers. Stage three is 200, almost 230 kilometers for context. Last year's tour only had two stages over 200 K. Uh, we've, we have talked a lot about how they have shortened the stages over the years, hoping for, uh, you know, perhaps a more dynamic race, but to your point, George, right. That first week and, uh, you know, we were just there and it, it is always Hilly, always roll. It never flat. So what, what does that mean? That also means a lot of turns, a lot of nerves in the Peloton. Then you throw in three stages over 200K just to start. Then we're going to get to the end of the race. Look at that. I'd, I get it. I don't know. Listen to me. I'm, I'm, I can't wait. And, then, and by the way, you throw in all of the changes in the teams, all of the drama that we've all talked about. You guys have talked about on the move. Plus you got, you got Roglic on another team. This is setting up. I, 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 fuck. I wish it was July first tomorrow. <laughs> Actually, starts on July seventh, correct? That's you know what I mean. But yeah, you know but, no. <laughs> but no. What I was gonna say, we talked about it just this past July. Uh, how it seems they they are making these harder and harder, and the the factor that we've seen determine the tour is someone cracking one day, one bad day, yep. and that's good for spectators. I feel yep. like these harder courses, somebody cracks, and that cost them the tour. Not, um, not only that, no, go finish what you're saying. No, 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 that's it. Go ahead. So not only that, but these, these hard stages, which aren't typically traditional, we saw it last year and we're seeing it again this year in a way it actually makes the race safer because it makes the race so hard, so strung out that mm -hmm. it, 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 it takes away those, those moments in the race with 50 K to go when it's a, a bunch, not going full gas, but everybody's tight. Everybody's right there. Any mistake, 40 guys go down, and we, we hate seeing that. And that's where you see some of the favorites go out inadvertently because of those type of races. In a race like this first stage coming up next year and uh, the, well, the one this year, it's so damn hard, so hilly that it's strung out the whole time. And, yes, you'll see the occasional carapace and mots go down because they're going around a corner full of gas. But it's not this whole bunch up of 40, 50 guys going down, which 
I think hopefully we won't see this year because of how hard it is. Great. But I think one of the one of the really uh, things that sticks out to me is that um, there's you know there's seven mountain stages, but on stage four, the tour is already in the high mountains in the mm-hmm. Alps and over the Galibier. I mean that's great. It's not like difficult stages. This is a high mountain stage on stage four, which is very unique, I think. And will you know obviously for the safety of the race, I think it's great because after stage four. It's going to be down to the, the race is going to be down to 15 guys, 10 guys, maybe. Um, but I think that's definitely something really, really unique. Uh, high mountains on stage four and then, you know, going to the going to the Pyrenees, and then going back to the Alps at the end. Uh, I've never seen the, the Tour de France go twice to the Alps. I don't know if you guys seen that ever, but no, that's no, pretty, pretty unique. You know, Lance, you always uh, go off about you want iconic climbs. If it doesn't have an iconic climb, so is Galibier the only one that you consider iconic climb of this this year's route or no? What are these other climbs like? I mean, when you think about I mean, when I think of iconic, I mean, you have to sort of compare them to the the classics or the monuments, uh, which there's only five of those. Right. So in, in France, yeah, yes, the Galibier is one. Tourmalet is one. Ventoux is one. Alpe d'Huez is one. Um, but you know that that's a, that's another that would be another thing that we would we could point out if you were talking about the lack of a team time trial or the lack of whatever you go well, why aren't they doing going to Optoes or why aren't they going to Vontu? Everybody wants to see Optoes and Vontu. They do. I mean, that's those are the ones, and, and and you know, rightfully so. Those are the those are the big stadiums of the Tour de France. Uh, but again, and we used to say it all the time. You know, we had a lot of anxiety and anticipation. Well, maybe not so much anxiety, <laughs> but we had a lot of, we were very curious about what they would reveal. Um, and, and you want those, right? You want the big stadiums, right? You want to, you want to play at Fenway, right? If you play baseball, right? You want to, you want to play at the Rose Bowl if you play football. Um, you want to drive Monaco if you drive F1, right? Those are, those are the places that everybody knows and loves and has this, this deep history. But uh, it, it, what we would always say is say, listen, ASO never called us, right? They didn't call us and say, what, what, what exactly would y'all like postal? <laughs> right? Yo, Johan, I, I'm just curious. Would you like how much team time trial would you? Be? So we, we would always just defer to that and be like, look, it's their race. And it's up to them uh, to, to pick the route that they think is the most interesting, but I'll go back to Johan's point. Never. Uh, well, maybe not never, but. 99.9% of the time, the best man and woman wins the tour, period, yeah. nonstop. Uh, and, and I, yeah, go ahead, George. I would say, I would say we always kind of thought they didn't like the dominance of one rider. So if they saw like a Jonas Vindigo, super strong rider, maybe not the best time trials, they're going to add more climbers, more climbing stages, we would think. But Jonas is a great time trialist and a great climber. So it's like they haven't really affected his chances by this course i don't think in any way uh, or helped out a, a local french rider in any way i think this course is actually the best possible agreed agreed he's yeah. great in the alps he's great in the last week plus it finishes with a time trial that is you know a copy i would say maybe of the time trial he won um i think it's 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 amazing for him uh you know, we said about you know a lack of a lack of mythical or iconic climbs. You know, we we do have the Tourmalet, 
we know how we 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 do have the Galibier, uh, but then in terms of toughness, I think this this is a really really hard tour. You know, the mm -hmm. stage four big mountains, then stage fourteen and fifteen in the Pyrenees, then there's stage seventeen. There's a stage in between there around the Mont Ventoux in the Provence, but hard, and then Col de la Bonnette, Col de la Bonnette, two thousand eight hundred meters. Uh, on stage 19 uh, in the Alps, finishing in Isola, Isola 2000. That's, uh, and do you guys remember Col de la Bonnette? Uh, have you ever ridden it? I, 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 I think, not. yeah. Did, did we, you do I, I think 95? we did in, in mid 90s, yeah, 1995. 95, yeah. Yeah, it is, it's it's an amazing climb. It's like, you know, you go, 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 and then all of a sudden you think you're on the top and they go a little bit higher because they want to, reach that peak of being the highest peak in, in in any race i mean that that stage 19 is is a monster of a, of a stage and then you still have stage 20 and the last time trial to go so um uh, it's you know there's been there's been some i've seen some comments because some people said you know it's not super hard i, I think it's very very hard i, I haven't I, I don't know who said that yeah. yeah. Well, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe because you know, in terms of altitude meters, it's up yeah, there. You, you, know, you, you, you know who said that? Somebody that's never ridden the Tour de France. That's <laughs> who said that, right? That that's anybody that was at the presentation that yeah. has ridden the race in the past or will race it next year said it's unbelievably hard. So whoever's sitting behind their typewriter typing out, <laughs> this is disappointing. It's not that hard. Needs. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> to, to your to your point, Johan. So just to put it in context. Uh, last year, total elevation gained in the tour for 20, or I should say this year, uh, last tour was 56,000 meters. Uh, this year is 53,000. So we're talking about, you know, I mean, minuscule differences here. It's it's, yeah. it's a hard tour, especially the way they've stacked the start and the finish and two times through the Alps. We haven't even talked, we haven't even gotten into the gravel. Yeah, let's get let's address let's address the elephant in the room. The yeah, I, 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 that's right. And I think the, I think the gravel thing. If anything, if you saw anything negative, uh, that that you could almost draw a consensus from, it was the stage in and around the gravel. Um, uh, I still go back to what I said. Like this is this is the this is the new cycling. Gravel is the new hip thing in cycling. ASO would be crazy not to try to put that. Uh, in the race now here, here's where i settled last night do i think in 10 years they will have gravel stages in the tour de france no i don't but it's the pretty girl at the ball and so they're going to put it in you bet your ass and uh, not, not, I, I can't imagine any of the directors of the of the gc favorites are happy with that in fact a lot of them commented that they're not happy that they want to prepare everything they can for the tour de france um, the best climbing guys, the best time trial guys, the best positioning guys, but some stuff, some of the, the unique things about gravel is there's some things you can't prepare for, whether there's people just sliding out in front of you or, or mechanicals. And those are things that are really tough to plan for. And it just makes it a lot more stressful beyond their normal stress factor to get their riders ready for, yeah. for the Tour de France. I think, I think, I, I, I think honestly, I mean, that stage is, is plain bullshit to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I think gravel, 32 kilometers of gravel, same as stage on the cobbles like Paris-Roubaix. You have Paris-Roubaix and you have Strade Bianche for that. You know, in the middle of a Tour de France, it's not It's not just, you know, you, you, you can have flats and you can have flats everywhere. But, you know, the, the time it will take to get a spare, um, you can lose the race there. 
and you know it's it's obviously it's spectacular but um it's so much stress that day is so stressful for you know the riders for the mechanics for the team I mean, special equipment um i don't know i mean i'm gonna be called old-fashioned but uh and, I, and maybe i am but yeah, I don't you think are. it's you are. You, you, I'm, you not, are. I'm, I'm not a lot of it. I'm not old fashioned. Come on. Do you think we'll ever see the, the classics, day? guys? I was a lot say, of the do, classics do, guys will see this as an opportunity um, to to showcase their skills. You know, it's all about technical riding and handling skills. And they can go. You know, they're like George. They can they can do Flanders. They can do Roubaix. They can do Strada Bianca. They can do all let, that. Let, <laughs> yes, but the Tour de France is the biggest stage in cycling, and they're going to want to show off on that stage. So there are some guys that are going to be excited about that stage. I can guarantee it. Do you think we'll ever see a day with a bike change to a gravel bike going into a section like that? No, too much. No, I, I, th- I think the, the gravel bikes are so good now. I mean, we've talked about it, right? George, when we talk about our GS ones, I, I could ride my GS one all the time, straight up. I mean, did they ride really well? Yeah, um, Although, but it, but it, they're going to use road bikes with with just yeah they're going to use road bikes yeah, yeah well, especially but but here's here's what here's what's you know so so here's what we're going to do right fast forward to July whatever right the day before the morning of the gravel stage we're just going to assume Johan's not going to watch because he just thinks it's going to it shouldn't <laughs> oh, be no, there no no no, 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 no oh, oh, oh now 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 look now look who's not going to sleep the night before just as a spectator, you got your, as fucking, you got your popcorn out. I'm going to love it as a spectator. Okay, well, if you're yeah. if you're in there, you hate this day. You hate it, <laughs> right? But the, but the organization the G- is the GC is built, guys will hate it. They'll hate it. But the GC the the organizers are building a route to make it spectacular of course, for the fans. Of course. So, yeah. and they didn't call us <laughs> ever, and they didn't call the the current crop of GC favorites. They they it's their race. So there you go. The other thing that stood out and, and um, you know, I think we did hear a lot of, um, and of course we've talked a lot. He's a very good friend of ours is, is Mark Cavendish and in his pursuit of this record of uh, individual stage wins in the tour. I mean, he, he straight up said, Whoa, not a lot of opportunity, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, being a friend of his and a, and a friend of the show that sucks. Um, he'll, he'll have to find his, he'll have to find his moments. Could you elaborate on that? Because I think I know there's what Johan said. There's basically eight what you would call flat stages. Why is this not a Cavendish opportunity? Can you shed some light on that? Well, I mean, flat, well, flat for, stages for, for, start, for starters, he's got to get to the finish for, to get to get the full eight, right? And if it starts that hard, you just. Mm-hmm. But uh, Johan, you have much better thoughts than me. But you got to get to the finish to take advantage of the full eight, if there are even eight. Yeah, well, I mean, it says flat stages, but doesn't doesn't necessarily mean it's bunch prints, right? Uh, you can basically eliminate the whole last week as an opportunity for sprinters because, uh, you know, it's from stage 14 on, and then you have stage 16, you have stage 18, but I don't think, I don't think there's going to be any bunch sprints in the last week. Uh, plus, you know, there's not that much motivation for a sprinter to go to the finish because there's no, there's no stage in Paris and an opportunity to sprint on the Champs-Élysées. So if you're not in contention for the points jersey, then it has to happen in the first 13 days. Yeah. Uh, take out time trial, take out a few, you know, mountain stages. Uh, there's not that much opportunities. Let's, let's hit no, pause. Fred, we, are let's talking, hit, we are talking. You know, I, want, I want to hit pause real quick. Hold that thought, George, because I, I got to take care of a little business, but I want to keep talking about Cav and I want to talk about 
just his experience uh, with that part of Europe, specifically that part of Italy, of course, uh, Tuscany, a place that he lived uh, most of his career. So, but before we do, Today's show also brought to you by HVMN. We often hear that fasting and exercise are good for the brain. Mm-hmm. HVMN launched the world's first drinkable ketone in 2017. Ketone IQ is their latest innovation on ketones with better effect- effectiveness, taste, and cost. Ketone IQ delivers clean fuel that can cross the blood-brain barrier, supplying your brain and body sustained energy, mental focus, and sharpness, putting you in flow, lasting for hours. You can save 30% off your first subscription order of Ketone IQ at hvmn.com slash the move. Again, that's hvmn.com slash the move. Also today brought to you by AG1. Talk about something we not only talk about on almost every show, it is a part of our daily regimen. I've incorporated AG1 into my life 365 days a year at home. I have I have, uh, you know, my tub, they send these cool tubs. You put it in the, uh, the fridge when I'm on the road, I've got the travel packs at the end of the day. I just wanted to take, to absolutely take control of my health. All of the things that, that we think of, whether it's, um, uh, you know, primarily gut health. I think that's been a big one for me. Um, take control of your health for, for less than three bucks a day, uh, over 75 adaptogens and nutrients all in there. Uh, speaking of that, um, had my first colonoscopy yesterday. That was no fun. Uh, <clears throat> I meant to say that at the top of the show, but I was, I was trying to be very serious. Um, uh, but no, get, uh, AG1, complete game hey, changer. I can't help but notice you're such a fan. You're rocking AG1 apparel. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you're right. Well, look, they, they, we get a lot of stuff sent to us. This, uh, actually, I didn't even notice that. But uh, this, this sweatshirt, yeah, you're right. That, that, that is not, that was not intended to be. But yes, they sent me this cool white. I don't know if they sell these even, but uh, I love it. Super cozy. Uh, AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. And that's why they've been a partner for so long. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is head to drinkag1.com slash the move. Again, that's drinkag1.com slash the move. Last one of the day, today's show brought to you by Eight Sleep. Now this, folks, well, here's the deal. We just moved into a new house uh, uh, here in Austin, back in Austin. Uh, got Starting to get the house set up like my wife, legit. You know, she was like, cool. I was like, we're going to hang the yard here, hang the yard there, da, 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 all this stuff. She was like, I don't just tell me where, just tell me the eight, eight sleep is coming with us. Like she mm-hmm. swears by this thing. Look, most of us, uh, whether you know it or not, a lot of us do, you wake up um, a little sweaty. You wake up hot in the night. Well, what is that doing? That's just affecting your sleep and, and affecting it negatively. Uh, eight sleep, you can completely cu- customize the mattress cover. You can make it you can even make it warm. If you feel like you're cold, you can make it warm. All kinds of setting. The user experience through the app uh, is really next level. I've said it on these shows before. It almost feels like uh, the great Steve Jobs came back to life and designed uh, this product and the user experience through the app. It's been a complete game changer to me. I also had a funny interaction the other day with, with the great Troy Aikman, of who, of course, wore number eight forever. And this guy optimizes his body more than anybody I've ever seen. And so I said, Hey dude, have you ever heard of eight sleep? And he's like, I've had it for two years. I mean, what a perfect endorsement. Troy Aikman, number eight, eight sleep. 
Anyways, go to eightsleep.com slash the move, save 150 bucks on the pod cover. Stay cool this summer as summer ends with eight sleep now shipping within the USA, Canada, the UK, select countries in the EU and Australia. Let's go back to Cav. George, George, tell me, I mean, don't we have some shots here? I mean, he must know. I mean, these, these are his roads, Tuscany, you know, he lived right. I mean, maybe not right where the stages are, but he knows these roads. Like if, if we're going to build some hope and some, uh, some anticipation for Cav, like, boy. And, and how about coming out of the gate and breaking that fucking record and just being like, <laughs> mic drop. I don't care how many times y'all go over the Alps. I'm going to the beach. Peace out. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's on, it'll be on stage three, uh, for the first potential sprint. And yes, he loves Italy. He's one of his biggest races. He's won Milan San Remo. He's, he's an Italian, half Italian at heart, so to speak. And he's a man of motivation. And the only yeah. motivation for him to continue in the sport of cycling is to break that record and win his final stage of the Tour de France. Nothing else leading up to the Tour de France, I will tell you, will matter. Or he might not, he might not even see him perform well in, in the months leading up to the Tour de France. He is 100% focused. On that stage win, obviously he's going to have to sprint with some of the best leading up to that. Maybe he does the zero, maybe he doesn't. But he was in probably some of the best shape of his entire life this year. And because of bad luck, he didn't get that stage win. And clearly he just didn't want to go out uh, in that incre- incredible career in an ambulance. So fortunately for I us, do, we didn't I, see him race again. I, I do think I do think that Kav is going to – I think he's going to have a good a good beginning of the season because – you know, he he started racing again on purpose. He did the tour of Turkey. Yeah. Out of all races. You know, that means that he wants to go into the winter with a decent form. And I, I think he's gonna build, keep building his form. And plus, I have to say the team has strengthened themselves. You know, they 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 hired some really interesting guys. Uh so obviously <clears throat> I think this is the main team goal um of the whole season to get Cavendish that win and then be basically be the team that makes history and uh um if it happens george i think it'll happen early it'll happen soon i agree i stage agree with three, you stage, you know stage three stage six stage six. those kind of stages um i think he's capable of doing it how often do sprinters get to take that strategy of being solely focused on the tour de france like that doesn't happen very often so what will be his lead up? What's his, what's his ideal lead up? Obviously the I would G- say, Giro would be critical. Yeah. I would say for, for him, a guy at that stage in his career, you know, training into the race fitness is it's tough, very tough mentally to be, do so much training on your own. Of course, he's going to have to do a lot of that training. He's recruited his old, his favorite trainer, a Greek, the Greek guy from, from quick step, which for him was a big confidence booster. He's got mm-hmm. him behind his side. Um, so they're going to come up with a very, you know, strong platform to get him ready. They got, for the Morkov. They got Morkov on the team. And they have Morkov, correct. Yeah. Uh, so he, he's got the tools that he needs um, and the backing that he really wanted, even more than this this season. So I, I would guess he's going to be even better this year. Mark Markov is a, is, is a straight up assassin. Like <laughs> yeah. if, if, if he's even a, a, a shadow of what he has been in the past, that, mm-hmm. that, that could be his, his golden ticket. Yeah, I, I think I think also the confidence Cavendish has in Morkov, you know, is the so basically George, my 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 inside information was correct, right? When it was, it was when yes. Cav crashed out of the tour the same day or the day after he called Morkov to say, Hey, 
come to the team. I'm coming back next year. Mm, yep. <clears throat> well, what are your thoughts, all of you, on the last day time trial, individual time trial, which we have not seen since 1989? And mm -hmm. we've been talking about how bonuses, time bonuses have become a factor more than ever. Uh, we could see it come down to that last day. Do you guys like that kind of finish or no? I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I don't think the bonuses are going to be of any, of, of any influence with that kind of last week. Um, but that time trial is, I mean, it's 32, 35 kilometers. Yeah, with La Tourbie and Coldez. I mean, you guys know these roads. You've lived there. Mm -hmm. uh, Very good. Anybody who has done Paris-Nice, knows those roads that's a hard time trial very hard very technical very one of the most scenic places on earth um i'm, I'm very excited to watch that i got to ride not that a lot of those courses a few weeks ago when i was there for the iron man it's just it's going to mm. be stunning uh, and it's going to be a, a very very uh, exciting finish of the tour de france what do you guys think uh Roglic's support looks like he's you know not being on jumbo visma visma clearly a dominant team uh, I don't know the real breakdown of of his his new team and what how they can support him in the tour uh, with Bora. What are your thoughts? I mean, if I'm him, I play the role of Joker. You just <laughs> sit back and wait. I mean, he doesn't need to. It's it's not his. Nobody expects him to win the Tour de France. Yes, he's going to be on the list of three or four or five favorites, of course. Uh, but he's not the he's not number one or number two. So if I'm him. I, I just sit back and say, look, we got clearly have two big favorites here You with amazing teams. You guys go, uh, you know, uh, control the race and try and win the race and just sit back. He, he he can also do that. Right. And by the way, that team is strong. If if I was going to say by chance, if, if he's put in that role in the last week, I'm not losing any sleep over that team's ability to support him. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I would go in. Uh, playing the role of the Joker and just, I'm an old guy I used to jump skis, you know, but whatever. <laughs> and this, you know, only got a couple of years left and hundred percent, I would totally play possum, let the race unfold, obviously, you know, stay up there, not, not lose any time. He does sometimes have some issues there, but um, I'd watch him. Maybe there, same I, thing, same thing with his team. They just hold back like, and, and save it for week three. Yeah, so I they, think, well, they they do have a strong team, you know. I mean, yeah, they do not underestimate Bora. They 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 know they they have their things together, for sure. And yes. and they have a they have the team that has a long term plan. I mean, they even said they they had the money for for Primos from money that had they have saved over the years. No team or very few teams in the peloton can have that sort of freedom to hire a rider yeah. like Primos Roglic. No, they have the strong guys like like Johan said, guys for positioning. Um, they have the whole onslaught of, of guys that they need to uh, support. It was a most. big operation. That transfer was a big operation. I mean, you know, if yeah. it was, uh, it was a big surprise also that he went to Bora, but uh, I mean, you know, if you think, if you look at the contract, probably that's around, probably around 4 million euros. And reportedly the information I have that there was a buyout of 3 million to be paid Whoa. 7 million Whoa. in the first year. Yeah. Well, real quick, George, I know you got to run, but we can stay on here and, and just tidy up. Uh, okay. Thanks, guys. So, so for all you George fans, to please don't hang up. He, he, he'll he be back very soon on the next show. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Uh, so, um, what I was and we talked about the owner of Bora, who's by all accounts really involved in the team. You know, oftentimes mm -hmm. you have a, a corporation who sponsors a team. The CEO is not he's not 
getting daily updates on what's going on with his cycling team most of the time, if ever. Uh, by all accounts, the owner of Bora, I don't even know his name, but is is very involved. And so that, that I mean, it, it, he built a successful business. You want to go make a run at the biggest race in the world. You're going to pay him 40 million euros a year. If the yeah. buyout's 3 million, that's just the cost of doing business. And let's go for it. I think it's an, I think it's an amazing move for Bora. Um, totally you know, agree. Now they they established themselves as one of the one of the really leading teams with a, with a guy like Roglic. I mean, he's he's always there. Um, you know, obviously, if we talk about the favorites, uh, I think it's it's Vingegaard, Pogacar, and Roglic, the same three, right? If those three guys stay healthy and don't have any bad luck, who would be able to be on the podium except? You know, if, if one of those three is not on there, there's the, I don't see anybody else. Well, not even Remco. No, you don't uh, think they'll, they they won't make his season. This won't be a focus. You think? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he'll he'll want to do the, the the Ardennes Classics and he'll want to win some races, but it's his first Tour de France, and and you know he's yeah he's he has won the Vuelta, but this is this is a different game, you know, the Tour de France. Right. Uh, so I don't think we can expect from him to be in contention for the podium. He, he'll need to, he still need to learn the ropes. Uh, and, and, you know, Vuelta, Vuelta victory is one thing, but there's a big difference with the Tour de France. And especially if those three guys are fit and on the, on the start line and nothing happens to them, I, I don't see him rivaling with them. Well, he has the, ta- let's be honest. I mean, he has the talent. To, to be on yeah. the podium, but the, but then you get into this longer list of, uh, you know, I just saw the headline that Ineos re-signed Rodriguez. We talked a lot about that last summer. Was he going mm-hmm. to Movistar? They re-signed signed him for a few years. A guy like Carapaz, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's got to be a little motivated, right? Came in, new team, new contract, very short tour. You start to get into the list of guys like that that are, uh, that are going to be fighting for that, you know, if there's a podium spot left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, listen. This this year it was Grant Thomas who was really strong, mm. um, but you know, it's the the two guys, the two big guys, is Vingegaard and Pogacar. That's it's going to be like that for a while, I think. Then mm. you know, who's, whoever's the third guy, that's that's to be seen. But uh, I think Roglic, um, I I like I like the move he made. You know, to I agree. Go away from Jumbo, go to Bora. That's uh, I mean, that's going to be interesting. Oh, and la- last year, you know, Pogacar had his eye on Flanders, <laughs> among other things. If he changes that up and makes this his pure focus, is that something we'll likely see? I I, I would hope so. I would yeah. hope so. I mean, like he uh, he he checked he took those off his bucket list. He checked those boxes. Well, yeah. one one would hope. Look, this is a good tour <laughs> for him too. It's a very good tour for both oh, of those guys. Yeah. I mean, no, no, but none of neither of those two. Riders should be sitting at home disappointed with this route, right? It's it's yeah, just let's not question. let's not forget. I, I don't I don't think we should judge Pogacar based on his second place of this year. Uh, let's not forget he was injured. You know he got this crash in yep. Baston Liège. You know fr- fractured wrist. It's not easy to come back from that in a few weeks and then be really one hundred percent in the Tour de France. So, um, but I I personally personally I do think he needs to revisit his yeah. schedule um and and hopefully in the team they they think the same the same way he's liking that gravel stage oh yeah I mean, yeah he is definitely uh, i mean if if, sure. if you, between those two and of course every, everybody in the peloton 
runs the risk of of having something happen negatively mm-hmm. on on the gravel. But if, of the two, that that's you know, point for Pogachar there. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did the same thing in the in the cobble st- cobble stage uh, yep. last year, right? He, yep. he went on the attack and, and took some time, but. Uh, no, he's definitely one of the guys for the GC who does like the gravel stage for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, anything else stand out before we wrap up? Um, not for the tour. I just have one uh, more announcement to make. Um, so we're the season is finished. We're talking about the Tour de France. We have some other new interesting projects coming up. Uh, but I do want to remind all the all the listeners and, and viewers that uh, were already working toward the classics with We Do Travel. Um, mm-hmm. Strava Bianche, we're going to have the Move team there, Tour of Flanders again, like this year, the Move Flanders and the Move Paris-Roubaix. So three times, uh, every time George is going to be there, I'm going to be there. And every time there's going to be another big champion multiple world champion ex-winner of of these races so um i would invite everybody to check out uh, our travel section on the we do uh we do dot team webpage where you can find the information and and sign up love it love it jb let's talk later i'm a little stressed about this car purchase (laughs) (laughs) i'm stressed about my airstream being out in the a field where you should see where it is. I'm, I'm my plan is oh, to go I didn't, get it. I, uh, I'm gonna go get it tomorrow. I didn't know you left it there. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had know, no way know, to pull JB it back. And, you know, JB and I had a talk about this already. This <laughs> oh, okay. You know, JB told me I'm I'm perching in the car. I said, okay, call me. <laughs> I'm not not messing around. I'm like I was woke up this morning and said I'm getting a, a different truck today and going to get my airstream tomorrow. <laughs> You're going to get there and be some bums living up in there. It could be bad. If you saw just, where, where I broke just, down, it could be just bad. Just taking a deuce. <laughs> just, yeah, she, she'll never be the same. You should maybe go buy a new Airstream while you're at it. I know. My Ventum's in there too. Oh, oh he'll be doing hot laps around the, <laughs> around the fields. Anyways. Oh, one, I did have one question. Yohan, was it, cause you have your ears to the ground there so well, but uh, was, were there any other, finishing cities considered besides nice or was that always i mean they knew they they knew look uh, there is a part of me i guess i should say that that says yeah i I get it it's the olympics great Mm -hmm. but i don't care this is the fucking tour de france figure it out like just open some roads we don't have to do the lap we don't have to do anything just we're going to come in there we'll be in and out of your hair just like you say to people (laughs) all the time like i'll be in and out i promise um and, and it uh, that part is a little odd as much as I love Nice was any other city. Cons- I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer. Uh, but I do think though, that, you know, one of, of course, Nice is a great place to finish. Uh, you know, a few years ago, we had a start of the tour de France in Nice, right? Yep. Uh, but I think it's also, it comes down to money, you know, uh, it comes down to who pays. And I would imagine that Nice has the resources to really, get into the bidding yeah. war and, and and take away the price. Hmm. There, there you have it. Yeah. There you have it. All right, everybody. Uh, I don't know about y'all, uh, but I think uh, I can speak for everybody here. We, uh, you know, this is a, it's an interesting dynamic, uh, different 
uh, route for the Tour de France. So, and, 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 and of course, not just the men's race, but the women's race, which, um, um, teaser, the teaser alert there finishes on one of those stadiums we were just talking about finishes on Alp to West. So looking forward to that as well. Anyhow, and have we'll, have, op- we'll have, we'll have the women's, uh, route breakdown right. tomorrow, tomorrow right. with Allie, Murray and Spencer. Yeah. Yep. All right, everybody have a good off season. We'll see you soon. <laughs>